When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Better call! Mailbag very easily. You go to Apple Podcasts, you leave us a review, five stars. Although we got one in here, we got some hate. It's a four star, but you know what? We're not going to run from a challenge. Uh, but leave us a review, and um, that's how you get in the Haberman and Middlecoff mailbag. We haven't done one in several weeks because once the NFL season starts, it's just content, content, content. We're lovers, not fighters. So, you know, if, even if you give us one star, we'll still probably like you. We try to or pretend to. We, 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 will, we will acknowledge criticism and face it head on. Agreed. Also on the YouTube, subscribe and like this video. We're sponsored by Tito's Handmade Vodka. It's that time of the week. It's water. It's only middle of the day. Uh, well, we're recording this ahead of time, John. That's why. Right now, if we did a live cut, let's go check in with Middlecoff now. It'd be a John Daly. Yeah, exactly. Saturday. Hopefully, you guys are enjoying some college football. To Sunday, tomorrow, NFL football. Tito's, our friends, can't recommend them enough. Best cocktails going. Just add a little Tito's. Mart- uh, a little espresso martini, uh, vodka soda, you name it. Uh, you know, John Daly. That's just... An Arnold Palmer, but you just put in Dino's. You're like, oh my god, it's fantastic. It's also, one of the easiest drinks to make that just adds immediate punch. Yep, exactly. And 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 no one says no. I don't want that. I'll pass. You don't have to ask for orders. If you just handed somebody a John Daly at a party, they would say thank you and enjoy it. Totally. Uh, also, DraftKings new customers can bet five bucks on any NFL team to win. So remember this for this weekend: two hundred bucks in free bets if your team wins. Just sign up with the code Ham. Plus, you get the uh, stepped up same game parlays. For every leg you add, you can boost your winnings 100%. DraftKings, go get it. Yep. Download the app. Promo code HAM. Easy to use. Do it. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show, see show notes for details. All right, mailbag, John. Let's start with a thing that wasn't a mailbag, but just a quote from our guy, Oakland A retiree Stephen Vote. His quote when he retired, I've been one of the best players in the league. I've been one of the worst players in the league. He looked like maybe he'd have to retire injured. Several years ago, came back, came back again. We've gone back to the beginning with Stephen Vote. We're big fans. Congrats on a great career to him. He once sang on our show. He's just been an all-around great guy to us. He wants, I, I don't know if it's quite a forgettable year. It had to be a pretty cool year for him, the year he played with the Giants. And Bruce Bochy clearly loved him. Do you remember he had a pitch hit home run, I think, in like the ninth inning? Or was it the 10th inning? Remember a walk-off home run for the Giants? Do you remember that? Was, that? that was that the day we interviewed him? No, this is this is a this is after we were done with radio. This oh. is you know when he played for the San Francisco Giants. Got it. Got it. You know, and like I think it was eighteen or nineteen. I just remember him like crying after the game. It was a cool moment. Yeah, I'll always remember 
the fact that he started his big league career 0 for 32, then had to wait like a year and a half to get called back up by the A's. And eventually his first big league hit was a pinch hit home run. Actually, I was there for it. And I remember thinking this guy's going to get sent down. He'll never get a hit. He'll be like Moonlight Graham and Field of Dreams. It'll be sad. And then he had like a 10-year career. And then he got the uh, a game-winning hit for the A's in the playoffs against the Tigers. I remember that. Um, I was there the other day when he got a pinch hit game-tying home run against the Yankees in front of a packed house. He won a World Series with the Braves. Thought his career might be over with the Brewers when he got an injury. And he just kept coming back. Incredible career. 2019, he was on the Giants. So it was Bochy's last year. I okay. remember uh, it was just cool. I don't remember childhood the team. I got to go walk back off, walk off bomb. Congrats, voter. Great guy. We love him. All right, John, here we go. Mailbag time. First up from 208 Sparty. Your thoughts on trading Lance next offseason. Woo. Side note, I'm a huge Boise State fan and a resident of Boise. I have to tell you, UC Davis coaching magic isn't working up here with Tim Plow. The offense has been a disaster. Do you guys have any insight on him? Never heard of them, to be honest with you. But they they love going back to that well. No one loves going to the well quite like Boise. My question is about the possibility of the Niners trading Trey Lance. Seems like a lot of people think you guys are negative about him, but I agree with your take. Think of it this way. If you were dropped on earth today and didn't know anything about his promise, hype, potential, and you had a research on how his first two years in the league have gone, you'd say it's been a disaster. Unless Jimmy suffers a significant injury, don't hold your breath. I don't know why you wouldn't hold your breath on that. Uh, I don't see the Niners handing Lance the job back in 23 because the same concerns are going to be there from the team. I know the Niners wouldn't get anything close to back back to what they gave up in value, and they'd be admitting they made a mistake. What do you think? Keep up the good work. Go Tito's. Signed, Sparty. I think if they have the same outcome as last year, a playoff team are competitive in the playoffs, I have a hard, I'm hard-pressed to see him handed the job again like he was this year. Now it's not especially if Garoppolo's healthy for the whole season. Yeah, if Garoppolo's healthy. Now the hard part is Garoppolo is a free agent, so that's a variable that they don't control. Like ultimately, they controlled Garoppolo. Hell, they were adamant that they could have made him the backup quarterback at twenty six million dollars. That is not if Garoppolo is good again and healthy, he is going to have more options. Because what was the story this week? The Commanders were going to trade for him before they got Carson, right? Surgery, they didn't get him. So they're just they're one hundred percent. A couple teams would be interested in Jimmy G if he's healthy at the end of the season. I also think if the Niners promised him he were the starting quarterback coming back, he'd resign with the Niners. I agree, but if he resigns with the Niners, he's not resigning to compete, is he? He's the starting quarterback. No, but I also think if he played a healthy season and had success, and they brought him back, I think you'd be playing with fire if you just thought he'll be healthy again the next year. I don't see a scenario where you trade Trey Lance. You'd so rather Trey have- Lance is the more highly drafted Jordan Love. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, you're not going to get value for him, so why not keep him around? Keep trying to develop him. I Jimmy might get hurt. Trey might take over. Stranger things have happened. This has been crazy enough. They held on to Jimmy all this time, and it worked out for them. So why not hold on to Trey all the time you have with him? He's cheap, and see if it works out for you again that way. Again, we haven't even reached that point yet, but. <laughs> We've played uh, three Jimmy quarters. He still has to survive this season and win games. That's a double win. This season, I mean, can he survive a month? A week. I mean, if you told me Brock Purdy start next week, I'd go, yeah, well. I saw a headline today, Brock Purdy. Because of I have to really stay focused. I'm one snap away. Well, it's true. It's like, Jesus, he's right. Yeah, history tells us he's not wrong. <laughs> next up, John, this is from B. Rush. Longtime listener, five-star pod. The Russell Wilson conversation you guys have had recently have been great. 
Finally, someone who sees how phony, inauthentic the guy is. Although I think it's everyone has joined that party. Uh, it seems like an actor playing the role of Russell Wilson and the real Russell Wilson is somewhere else. Would you guys be able to interview an ex-teammate, coach, coordinator, etc., so we can get more stories on this strange human? Keep it up, guys. Tito's country. Let's ride. And Tito's is getting two shout-outs. Um, I, I reached out through an intermediary to Doug Baldwin recently. have not heard back from Doug um, on that. But I did get I, somebody, a buddy of mine who listens to the show, called me the other day and said, I'm loving all the Russell Wilson stories that you guys hear. Somebody DM'd us a Russell story that I relayed. So if you guys, Seattle natives, rel- residents, have any stories, I heard one. Here's another one for you. I heard that somebody one time saw – these stories are all so small and stupid – that somebody saw a big, black, tinted-out, like, suburban Escalade pull up to a McDonald's drive through A bodyguard gets out of the driver's seat, comes over, opens the passenger seat. Sierra gets out. Sierra then walks up to the microphone and she delivers. She says the drive through order into the microphone and then gets back into the passenger side. But the bodyguard came and opened the door for her so she could get out and say the order into the into the drive through window order speaker. Was the bodyguard driving or was Russell driving? Bodyguard was driving. He gets out of the car. He pulls up to the drive through, gets out of the car, opens her door she gets out of the car, goes up and makes the order, and then presumably the bodyguard opens her door back up. Not going to defend, but Weird we've story. all been in situations either with our parents, our wives, girlfriends, brothers. Complicated orders sometimes at specific places. So I, there, you, there's been a I'm lot of arguments. It's a bad story. I'm just no, saying it's a weird story. Been a lot of arguments in that specific instance. Yeah. Though the outcome of the arguments is the dude in the driver's side, or at worst, the guy in the driver's side second row of seats makes the order you don't ever get out and make the order no that's not allowed (laughs) i think the real headline of the story is the security guard opens the door comes around the car to open the door good good Uh, yeah she's allowed to be held like mariah carey diva right i mean she yeah if that would have been russell that would have been insane now he might tell you i would never eat mcdonald's right (laughs) well have you watched russ lately (laughs) it's true uh, all right, next up from Pete. To me, I, I would really quick on the Russell. I watched a decent amount uh, of just Richard and KJ Wright. Pretty good. I mean, a lot of Pete Russell. Like, if if, if you're just in, if you're a Seattle fan or now a Bronco fan, want to hear about Russ? Like, they kind of dive a lot, lot of nerding out on just that kind of era. Challenge stories like pulling the curtain back. Yeah, how, you know, Russell used to kind of had his, you know, you know what stroke while they were getting screamed at. It's like, well, he's just the young quarterback. And Richard's whole thing is like, he's a year younger than us. Like, we were drafted last year. He was drafted this year. Well, we were golfing the other day. Didn't you tell me some weird Russ story that didn't even sound true when you said it out loud? Yeah. That he had his own shower or something? That can't be true. Someone DM me that. I I have not seen that anywhere credible on the internet. That his shower in in the Broncos facility is like right next to General Patton's. It's not with the teams. I, I feel like that would have got out and about, don't you? Yeah, like Russ would have. I mean, um, Richard would have just said that, Sherman, if that were true. But maybe he wouldn't have known, but it feels like a, a teammate would have been like, Why what the fuck's going Sherman on? Sherman would know that. No, I'm talking, but in Denver right now. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> saying in his shower in Denver. Seattle showered with the with the the normals. His, yeah. I don't know, his teammates. Norman. This. In Denver, he has a shower. Again, one DM, not credible that, that I know of, but it's understandable that possibly he was given it's, this. To me, it's not crazy. Shower. The nakeds and the nudes, if they just have extra private showers, if there just is one, like, yeah, Rust, you can have the private shower. If no one else is using that, I, 
My, my thing would be like everyone else, you know, hack it, hack it showers with the team. Yeah, there's like Brady and Peyton Russell's Manning get naked showers. with the team. If Peyton Manning and Tom Brady get naked with the team, like you got to get naked with. Does Aaron Rodgers get naked with the team and shower with the team? Then you got to shower with the team, right? Uh, next up from Pete, he said to me the most. Yes, yes, but sorry, I shouldn't have ignored your question. Yes. Um, next up from Pete, uh, to me the most depressing thing about Trey Lance is that he doesn't even have the upside of the traits of a star, at least in my opinion. If you're trading three ones and taking a guy third overall, there should be star potential. I'm not saying he can't be a good player, but I don't see it. And that's not even factoring in that he's not very good while he's not very good while the team has Super Bowl contention. Um, you know, I I'm I'm not going to agree with that. I think it's a little bit of a stretch. No one would have said there's a lot of quarterbacks who basically what we're saying is anyone that doesn't throw it like Josh Allen or run like Justin Herbert doesn't have star potential. And that's not true. I do believe that over the last, honestly, since like Mahomes and Josh Allen, that people have taken swings for the fences and they've come back like double aces. You just dominated and take all all the money from Las Vegas. And it's like, that's what they try to do here because you would say historically Kaepernick, for example, just what he had going for him, even though he was a raw passer in 2022, if he had, if Colin Kaepernick existed now at Nevada and was running like that, that size, throwing like that, 4.0 student, does Kaepernick go drafted in the top five? Yeah. So the inflation on quarterbacks, mainly because of Mahomes and Josh Allen, historically, Trey Lance would probably never have sniffed the top 10 given his history. But because of where we're at with a couple guys that just became flat-out superstars – teams are more willing to swing for the fences on a enormous unknown. He had barely played. Again, I, no. I'm not acting like I didn't support it and wouldn't have done it, but it is the reason that like for the history of the NFL, it's like we need multiple years of you starting more data. See you play our scouts. People go see you play live. Like this guy came out of nowhere and who comes out of nowhere. Now, even Josh, Allen, Josh Allen did not come out of nowhere. I remember, but remember his last year, yeah. Elway was seeing him, like all these yeah. GMs were seeing him. Like he was on the radar. This guy was radarless. And then all of a sudden, you know, he got a bunch of hype when and I don't I don't blame the hype for coming, but let's a lot of times we equate hype with just like, oh, this is gonna work. And you you've said it forever. And I just think a lot of us don't think like this. Like a lot of people do not the hype doesn't turn into Josh Allen. Yeah. Hell doesn't turn into Kirk Cousins. Right, like Baker Mayfield. More than likely, Baker Mayfield is he a backup in two years? Yeah, is Sam Darnold's never a starter again? Right? Nope. Sam, that was a one in the third pick from Oklahoma and USC three th four years ago. It's like yeah, they're both backups. Sam for sure. I mean, Baker might get a shot after this year to compete, but it's like kind of over, guys. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That was pretty fast. The guy was the number one overall pick. By his fourth year guy, they couldn't trade him for anything more than a fifth round pick and a pay cut. Partly personality based, but. But if his talent was good, would anyone have cared? No. Uh, this one's actually an older comment, but it deserves to be read. It's from September 9th. It's from Bad Boy Phil. He says, what's up, guys? Everyone is sleeping on the Bears. Good coaching staff. Lynch and Shanahan will rue the day they passed on fields. Definite homer pick by you guys going Niners minus seven. Bears cover. I'm sorry, boys, but I think Lance is going to stink. Niners by three. 
So Phil put that one on paper. So we got to give Phil his. So he, but he, he didn't like the Bears to win. He just liked the Bears. No, but he said home. You guys, Bears cover. I'm sorry. I think Lance is going to stink. That's what he said. I don't agree necessarily with the Fields thing, but we'll see. I don't feel if we could redo this season and start Week One. I think our philosophy, until we have the data of who's really good and who's really bad, would probably just be like, who do we think is the best value Week One instead of just taking a huge line? Like that's that is pretty. Who would have been if we easy to say now, but at the time, who looked like the best value? I'm just saying, like you the, the Niners like, were the biggest line, so it wasn't them. But there are things like the Lions at home were like plus six against the Eagle. You know, just something that like that's just a good gambling value. Yeah. You know, You're saying a road like team that. favored by sevens just straight up bad value. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But they should have anyway. All right, John. Fine. They, lo- they lost by nine. I, I know. Could have been eleven. Should have been eleven. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app. Because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats, and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan, from basketball to hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game, and I also have some season-long more or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember, I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. Prize Picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy. ButcherBox.com slash ham and another special deal. Free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at ButcherBox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. ButcherBox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park, been there a million times, never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. 
Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Finally, this is from Sea Dog, who gives us four stars. A few years ago, this was two men giving sports takes. Now it's devolved into two 49ers groupies. I bet, according to them, all humanity sprung from a single grain of sand in the Bay Area. John isn't religious, but he found God in Shanahan because of the mental gymnastics he goes through to defend a below 500 coach would make a priest proud. Guy compares Kelsey, who has more receiving yards than any other human in the NFL over the past eight years, with two separate quarterbacks to Kittle. Shake my head. Good Their point. defense is always, Kelsey said two days ago, Kittle's the best tight end in the league. Their defense is always, it's where the money is. Well, congrats. You're a politician. Gentlemen, since the NFC has basically become peewee football compared to the AFC, can the NFL realign the playoffs and only hold the top 14 teams? College sports realigns daily, so I don't know why the NFL stands, Pat. It's still a solid pod with great energy and conversation. Just West Coast bias fills too many minutes. Sea Dog, four stars. I would say if we spoke about the 49ers like we did and they didn't have the substance behind them of four playoff wins in the last three years. I, I think sometimes when we get in these arguments about Shanahan and I, I posted this because when I was watching Richard Sherman and KJ Wright, who, you know, to me, KJ was a key piece for the decade of kicking ass and taking names for Seattle. And when Richard asked him about the best offenses you faced, I don't know, over the last 10 years being one of the stalwarts of the Seattle defense, he immediately said, Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan. I, I That's his opinion. And Kyle Shanahan last year as enormous favorites. I think first week against Dallas, they were five and a half points. And by the second week, it was like six and a half, seven points. And even you and I thought like they're going to fucking lose this game. And they won. Like they won. The second round of the playoffs. Not, not just random big games in the regular season. Playoff games. Four playoff victories. If he didn't have that, I would not hold him to the same esteem. But I've watched him. Four playoff victories. Those two years, the first, you know, 19 favorite in those games. This year, I'm sorry, his status in the way I look at him went up exponentially when he's a favorite on the road back-to-back games and wins. Like, that's Tom Coughlin, Eli. Like, why did they become legendary status? You win games, no one thinks you're going to win. Like, isn't that sports? Like, you become highly thought of when it's like, you know, we went into it. Like, ultimately, the Warriors, like, they got credit last year just because they won again, not because they were favorites, you know, they were really good, maybe early in the season, but by the time they get to the playoffs, like, yeah, Steph could win the whole thing. But if the, if the Celtics had beat the Warriors, they would have became legends. Why? Because they beat the fucking Warriors, you know? The, the, the 49ers, the MVP of the league in Lambeau, they can't score an offensive touchdown, they win the game. Like, that's, Kyle Shanahan has been very, very impressive. Is he flawed? Is he perfect? Of course. Andy Reid, looking back. Of course he's he, flawed or of course he's perfect? I'm saying, of course, he's not perfect, and oh. there are some flaws on a given. Like looking back, would you say that Andy Reid's time in Kansas City has made his Eagles' time probably age a little bit better? That like, oh, you know, he probably took unfair a, shit without question. I just think you nitpick. Like, you know, who we don't really nitpick are the shitty coaches. Like, yeah, this guy sucks. Fire him, whatever. We do nitpick the high end guys. Like, ultimately, McCarthy. I think he's pretty average. I'd say you do. Most people do. 
he has won a lot. Even last year, he didn't win 12 games and was hosting a playoff game. Well, he's not probably the village idiot we make him out to be, but he is part of the reason he gets criticized, right? Because his resume and his wins, like he's up there with the top dogs, even though we don't view him that way. But like last year, he was 12 and five. I think part of the reason, too, it's like you had Aaron and you couldn't do what was necessary to make that work for yourself. But then he'd say, hey, look at Boy Wonder that everyone's blowing. I mean, it's not like they're rattling off Super Bowls. No, I mean, Aaron went to MVPs, though. But no, it's true. I think he, he won two with McCarthy. I think he's got four. I'm just saying he adapted and made Aaron great again. I agree. But I'm just saying, like, you can nitpick coaches unless you're Belichick. It's like, well, six rings. But even now, people are like, look at him without Tom. <laughs> you know? Yeah, part of the way we talk about sports. So look, I, I I guess I've said Kittle's better than Kelsey. I probably did pick that at some point or another. I I have no problem making that argument, but I have no problem with somebody who says Kelsey's better than Kittle. Not especially the more George gets hurt and the more Kelsey dominates. Kelsey did on his podcast with his brother the other day say Jason, you know, Jason and Travis have a podcast together. And uh, Jason kept Jason was like, you know, Kittle blocks too much like he doesn't get enough credit. But Travis, now Travis wasn't going to say himself. He said Kittle, but whatever. I mean, I, 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 you I know, don't, not to toot my own I, horn. I don't think that's some like uh, great flaw that I have. But uh, maybe I'll look in the mirror on that one. Last year, Coward goes, "I need an NFL player that's like can kind of go Draymondy, be like talk some shit, be famous." And I'm like, I don't know if these guys would do it, but I would look into the Kelsey brothers having a podcast. And then I just saw they have a podcast now. Like, did they know that I was like, you guys should just start a podcast? Good call. Two guys, really good. Now, he ended up getting Richard Sherman. You should have put them on the Ham Podcast Network. I guess clearly, yeah. I mean, I I just think they went on their own network. I just think they started a podcast. What all those guys should do. Yeah, they do it every Tuesday. Um, Not that great, actually. Oh, really? Well, I just, I watched like one minute on YouTube. Um, (laughs) Personal opinion. Uh, AFC. So here's the other thing. I think we've talked for a year. Like there was a time when the NFC West we thought was going to be the primo, but we've been talking for months that the AFC actually goes back to last year, that it's easier. Last year it was easier to make the playoffs, um, in the NFC than it was in the AFC. Can I, can I pump the brakes a little bit? The mm-hmm. Titans were the one seed last year. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. Like, let's not act like, uh, you know, Tom and Peyton are fucking at the top right now in the AFC. No, I agree. I just think last year it was better teams got left out of the playoffs in the AFC than in the NFC was what I made that statement based on that. Like, you know, the chargers with Herbert over 500 got left out. Whereas the teams that just missed the playoffs in the NFC were the saints and the Vikings and the football team. The NFC was like Baltimore down under 500 by a game out Indy out Miami, not terrible out. So, yeah, but, you I know, like beat New England twice and got left out of the playoffs. But so, isn't this the argument, like, the deeper, isn't the most important thing in college, in the pros, the top? Yeah, yes. Although I think as it relates to the NFL, making the playoffs is such a line of delineation, and it's harder to make the playoffs in the AFC last year and looks like it might be harder this year. We'll see. But maybe not. Maybe Tennessee's division's going to suck and they're going to be in. So, yeah, I think the NFC, but, but again, who's got the more high-end talent this year? Maybe it's split. I don't know. But Buffalo and Kansas City right now should be probably one, two in your power rankings. And some, yeah, area. they'd be up there. And the, and the Chargers, I mean, if they're healthy, feel like they're pretty good, right? Yeah. And and look, I mean, we don't politicians. Well, I, just, I thought this is not this is not a passion project. Like we we spend a lot of hours and a lot of time doing this, 
putting it together, selling advertisements, uh, uh, promoting it, planning it, recording it. So we don't apologize for wanting to make money doing it. I would also say politicians, when I call someone a politician or, or you do or we're called here, to me, that insinuates the person is just full of shit and lying, right? They say one thing, even though they mean something else. Like I say one thing. I'm in it yeah, for I the don't, people, but you're in it for the power and the money. E- exactly. Everything we say at the at the time in which we say it, I, I, I believe it, you believe it. And I think yeah. that's the thing that like is separated in moving forward in this business is why individual content creators have been able to separate one. They've been able to finance themselves through advertisers and advertisers come to them, but that's because they've been able to develop uh, uh, audiences because of authenticity feels mm-hmm. like, yeah, when this guy says something now you might not agree with them, but like when you turn on television, you know, Stephen A or Skip, it feels like they're just making shit up because that's what they think people want to hear or for the sake of arguments. And that to me is where all the, the independent guys have, dominated because that's actually what the consumer you know demands i would say i i'm offended by being called a politician because i just say what i actually believe at the time it doesn't mean it's right and i refuse to be offended yeah i refuse i i would get if someone ever called me a politician that that's that's a low blow to me hmm. would you not be offended by being called a politician because it's basically saying you're just i mean i would be but i also would then remember that my personal one of my if I had like a core, like two, three personal mantras, one is I refuse to be offended. I just refuse. Too, too many people are offended. I refuse to be offended. I struggle with that. I get offended every day. It doesn't mean I can't be offended, but then I think like it's not worth. Maybe that's the better way to put it. Like that's offensive. You could be like that's offensive. But then I you should choose to refuse. To lose. Fuck them 22s. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Thanks for hanging, everybody. Good mailbag. See you Sunday night. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.